0: Well, we're a few months uh, into this Russian invasion into Ukraine and uh, we've had a lot of developments uh, over the last uh, about a week. Uh, but today when I open up and see on news reports that two missiles or rockets are reported to have hit a farm in Poland near the border of Ukraine and two people were reported killed. It's unclear the the projectiles came from. However, they landed at roughly the same time as Russian missile attacks in Western Ukraine. So... In between the lines, uh, there's reports out there, and it hasn't been confirmed by the White House yet or the Pentagon, for as uh, best I could tell, that Russian missiles landed or projectiles, and we'll get to the, the clarity here, landed in Poland, which is a NATO ally, and uh, killed two individuals. What does that mean? Well, I got a friend of the show here, Dr. Thomas Ambrosio with North Dakota State University, Poli Sci International, all that. Uh, welcome back.
1: Well, yeah, well, it's, it's never day, good news, is no, it? Oh, no, no, I said
0: one day I'm going to have you in about something good that happened over well, international, but I don't know when that'll be.
1: When I, when I saw on Twitter that Article Five was trending, yeah, um, that was I was like, oh, well, that's always good for a, yeah. a, thir-
0: a Tuesday Tuesday afternoon. And when you answered the call when I when I said, hey, do you have time? Because yeah, I saw that same trending thing, Article Five, meaning the, you attack one of us, you attack all of us, right. So let's start at the uh, the beginning here. One, we don't know if this was a missile or a projectile, which I, w- does the difference really matter at this moment?
1: No, not really. Yeah. Um, so what we have, yeah, we have these two Russian uh, objects yeah. that uh, proje- uh, uh, explosive of some sort landed in Poland um, right on the border with Ukraine. And, of course, again, we have uh, two people dead, It's unclear at this point exactly what happened. Um, Russia, in terms of the general context, Russia has launched a a large-scale attack on Ukraine today and yesterday in response to Russia's withdrawal from from Kherson, which is the only major capital that they actually have taken so far, regional capital they've actually taken in the war thus far, Mm -hmm. in, in the 2022 war, and... The, the the Kremlin wants to kind of prove to its nationalist base that, hey, we're doing something. So they're going to go around and blowing a lot of things up in Ukraine. And w- clearly some missiles hit Poland. Um, I can't imagine there'd be, I mean, obviously this was just a farm. There's nothing strategic there. So these missiles could have been trying to hit something close to the border. Um, with Poland, in Ukraine, they went off course. Or as we know, the Ukrainians have been uh, using a... a, a Doing a pretty good job in terms of knocking missiles down, mm-hmm. so it very well could have been that they knocked something off course. So the idea of two separate missiles potentially hitting the same location, they're knocked off course, is a little bit suspect. Sure, but um, yeah, this is this is one of those oh boy.
0: Well, yes, and nonetheless, here we are. And when you're seeing Article Five, and when you and I have talked about the situation uh, prior, is you know it, it's not going to take much to escalate. You know, and we're hoping that we're wrong, but this is one of those moments that doesn't matter if it was intentional
1: or not. It does. Yeah. I mean, already so this is a, a at best a, a if it was intentional is a small scale something. Um, it, it most likely it's unintentional. So the Article Five uh, is uh, part of the NATO treaty that yeah, requires all country attack against any one country attack against all, and basically requires a response from everyone else. So Poland is going to be, Poland who, of course, which is uh, extremely anti-Russian, has been arguing for a harsher stance against Ukraine and trying to push the United States, um, is going to use this in order to get a harsher response. Uh, My guess is that cooler heads will prevail in the White House, and no one wants to see an escalation, and uh, there will be probably some kind of punishment of, of Russia, probably maybe tightening up sanctions, or... Um, You can kind of go the other way, which is being willing to give even more stuff to Ukraine and possibly not just quantity, but also quality. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'll probably start taking off some of the self-imposed restrictions we've given to, we have imposed on ourselves about what we can and cannot give to Ukraine.
0: I'd seen a report. No, of course, it just a report. I, I didn't see whether or not it was confirmed. But uh, you know, we've been giving weapons and, and a lot of money to Ukraine, rightfully so in my opinion, uh, that this is one of those moments that could be used as, hey, we're testing out some new things over there as far as in combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, would, there, would there be any reason for that to be the case? Why would we give Ukrainians... Weapons that we just are developing here without even knowing. Do you see any oh, legitimacy I absolutely, to that?
1: I absolutely would do that you if would, I was okay. the United States, yeah. Right. Because you can never really judge weapons uh, unless they're, sure. they're they're in combat, okay. um, under combat conditions. And absolutely, I would be testing everything. So um, you
0: wouldn't be surprised if that was a, a legitimate source or a legitimate story that this is what we're doing right
1: now? I, it would not surprise that's me at all. In fact, okay. that's exactly what I would do. Right. Um, now, we're not going to give completely untested things. We don't want it certainly to fall into Russian hands, Mm -hmm. but um, certainly we're giving the the Ukrainians kind of, maybe not the top end stuff, but the just close to top end in order to not just protect Ukraine, but also see how it works. Um, Ukraine, in addition to the kind of geopolitics of it and the human aspects of it, which, you know, of course are terrible. um, This is a great data gathering incident. We haven't had a major war between two pure competitors using high-tech equipment, well, quite frankly, ever. So everyone's learning. Chinese are learning. We're learning. The Russians are learning. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah speaking of Chinese, uh, President Biden was just meeting with uh, President Xi just uh, the other day. Yep. I mean, timing of that, is that a good timing that this, what appears to be an accident, happened days after that meeting? Is this, uh, we seem a little bit more cordial, perhaps, with China now or am I misreading that situation?
1: Um, I, I think we both have stated our positions. Uh-huh. I, I think there's an attempt to uh, kind of lower the temperature, um, possibly from both sides. But we're also pretty well entrenched in our positions, and okay. neither side's moving. So it was one of those situations in which everyone's both sides said, hey— Let's you know, let's calm everything down. Yet nothing has changed. Okay. In order to co- actually calm things
0: down. Yeah. So they're not picking up that red phone that I assume is still in uh, the the <laughs> White House or whatever, and we over trying to say, hey, look, do you see what happened? We're cool
1: here, right? <laughs> well, it's just there's no room for compromise yeah. on either okay. side at a certain point, point. Um, and that's just a reality we have to accept. And maybe some you know compromise some things around trade and all that, but you know the big issues of the day or the big big issues that's not going to
0: change. Okay. Uh, you mentioned the the withdrawal from Kursan, uh, uh, and if I'm mispronouncing any of these words, just mm. forgive me. Mm. I barely could speak English real strongly during the day here. Uh, There's reports also that uh, that withdrawal was delayed from intelligence until the midterm election results came in. Any weight behind that? Oh, I, don't, I, I can't I, imagine oh, that would be I, the I case. Don't. The
1: Russians are going to operate on their own timetable. Um, they delayed things in order to try to retreat in as good of order as they can. Um, of course, they they have bottlenecks getting across the, the Dnieper River, um, which which is one of the reason why they withdrew from Kursk because they could not, they could defend the city but they couldn't reinforce it. And if Ukraine did decide to attack or try to encircle the city, uh, there's nothing the Russians could do. So rather than get caught, uh, kind of encircled, they decided to withdraw to an area that's much more defensible. Of course, it does not look good, and mm-hmm. the uh, Russian uh, Millie bloggers, what they're called, the military bloggers, the ones who are kind of hard nationalists and want an even more aggressive Russian stance, are not happy about, about this. And they they see this as a sign of weakness, even though strategically it was necessary at this point for Russia.
0: So the fact that that was even reported as such, that, hey, we heard from uh, our, our boots on the ground that uh, they waited until after the midterm election results. Is that just us as Americans wanting to be the, the most important Piece of every international story there is.
1: That's I mean, part wh- of it. I say, why,
0: why? 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 That's would that part story of it. I think
1: also. There? I mean, the Ukrainians have an interest in spinning things too. Sure. To try to make it look like the Russians are trying to interfere in American elections. So, yes, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, this was a long time coming. The Russians were already pulling stuff out. In fact, uh, what we could see is that the Russians were sending their their worst troops into Kherson. they brand new troops and rotating out their fresh troops because they really would now want to focus on the east.
0: Dr. Thomas Ambrosio, my guest, I see your messages coming in at 35270. If you're just tuning in, we, we're discussing the fact that two missiles uh, or, or two projectiles from Russia, uh, according to reports, landed in Poland. What happens next? Uh, Tyler, can you ask uh, Professor Ambrosio, why is Putin still alive and why is the Kremlin still standing uh, its time for payback in kind?
1: Well, certainly no one wants a, a nuclear war between the U.S. and Russia. Um because then, then we all lose in that case. Uh, the question of why is Putin still there? I mean, most, uh, most, almost all leaders are overthrown by elites within their own government, not by the people. And Putin has enough control over the security forces in order to prevent that. Also, there's not really any alternative to Putin. Um, you know, what is, at this point, what is Russia without Vladimir Putin? Um, that's the question the elites have to ask themselves. So... He's very leaders do lose wars and they stay in they stay in office. And uh Putin very well may be one of those.
0: The uh the fact that he might still be in office. We I mean there is there's all kinds of reports and they'll take that from what you know, the source. That's why I asked about the, the midterm election thing. But about war crimes that are just openly committed over there as far as finding Mass Graves, would there be any accountability if he stays in office? Uh, how do you – walk that
1: out for me if you can. Sure. There is uh, an institution called the International Criminal Court, right. which is a treaty between uh, – I forget how many countries are in it, about 100, maybe 90-something, uh, as well as you can also give the IC, the International Criminal Court jurisdiction over your case. So Ukraine is not a member, but they've given the, uh, the ICC jurisdiction – um, you know, this court doesn't have, you know, global police force, uh, it, it tries yeah, not people... not going to be
0: handing out a search warrant at the Kremlin. Right. right?
1: Well, they could, they could uh, issue, a, a ask Interpol to issue a, a warrant, um, but very unlikely that Vladimir Putin will be arrested. And certainly what we have in this case is crimes against humanity, war crimes, and some would argue genocide. Um, now, technically, the International Criminal Court can hear crimes of aggression, which is what clearly fit. However, their ability to, to actually have jurisdiction over those cases is so limited. Believe it or not, it actually won't even apply here. Oh, but, no, certainly yeah. Vladimir uh-huh. Putin could, if somehow he got to The Hague and got under the uh, uh, control of the International Criminal Court, he could be tried and got, sent to jail.
0: Before I let you go here, i got to get a weather update here. So back to the, these missiles, these projectiles, whatever we want to call it. Uh, what needs to be said so people can just rest easy, take a deep breath, I mean, this is one of those huh, we don't know what comes next moments. Right. Well, this is a
1: uh, ho- cooler heads will prevail. Um, I would assume. If I'm wrong, then I probably won't be around to uh, yeah, get well, any complaints about it. <laughs> um, but neither side has an interest in escalating to that point. Um, so I think that's what I re- you know can can rest on. Especially the United States has not had that interest in escalating, and as a result. We won't, and it really takes two to tango in this situation. If we decide to escalate somehow, um, even doing anything um, kinetic, which is basically kind of militarily against Russia, um, that would escalate things out of control. So we'll, we'll do what we're doing. We'll send more weapons, probably tighten up uh, sanctions. But ultimately, the thing I would say is rest assured that well, no one has an interest in, in, in blowing up the world. Yeah. Well, it kept us safe during the Cold War, uh-huh. and that's two generations of intense conflict. Um, let's just hope it does this time.
0: Sleep well tonight, boys and
1: girls. That's what I'm hearing. But uh, <laughs> no, it's one of those things that's you expect there
0: will be something, but I mean, as, as something like sanctions right now is going to be all right. I, yeah. I mean, by all accounts, of, and we don't know, and I, I know I'm getting messages saying, well, it's not been confirmed yet. I, I get it. You don't have to lecture me about <laughs> that, but. Uh, the fact is, there's a farm in Poland that was hit by something, and two people are dead.
1: Yes, yes, and we'll see how everyone reacts to yes. that.
0: Well, uh, Doctor Ambrosio, I, I'm hoping that next time it can be a yeah, hey, yeah, uplifting. This uh, this situation's resolved itself. That's so. right. There we go. Until then, though, you take care of yourself, and we'll yep. try to get soon. Thank right? you. You bet, Doctor Thomas Ambrosio, North Dakota State University. Your thoughts coming in about a variety of things at three five two seven zero. I'll get back to that right after this weather update from the tall Tom Schmansky. I'm Tyler Axis, Tuesday afternoons rolling on right here on KFGO. Since you
1: fly.